is Rebecca from the Art of Animation. Um, you're listening to Mousecapades Podcast. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go! Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. Happy Hump Day, everybody! We hope you're having an awesome week. This is Nick, and I'm here with Vicky, and this is episode 390. Today, we will be bringing you the latest news, rumors, and history. You're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. But before we get started, we would like to encourage you to check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. And all, as always, our friend Nick is going to tell you about the latest blogs they have up. We have one up by Mandy Middleton, eight tips for rainy days at Disney World. I don't know about you, Vicki. I love it when it rains at Disney. It's a, a writer's paradise. It really is a writer's paradise. And because everyone's like, like cockroaches when a, light, their- when a light turns on. Yes. You know, they just, they, they go in hibernation or something. They scatter. They that's disappear. The time for you to and ride that's, everything. That is when, yeah, that's when you can throw on your uh, poncho and go. Or and, not put a poncho on and just enjoy oh, it. I've done that too, man. <laughs> a, a funny story for you. And I, we've talked about this before. I was stuck all the way in the German pavilion and had dinner reservations. Yep. Yeah. Over there at the Coral Reef. That was kind of a long journey. I, I learned quickly. <laughs> when it rains, just take off your shoes and put them in your backpack. That's right. Which leads me to this second story. Uh, yeah. Top 10 secrets to keeping your feet happy in Disney World by Vanda Bean. What a nice segue there. I know. Yeah, that works right, nicely. Right? So, shoes. Let's talk about shoes. And I pulled up this article because I found it interesting. Because you, Vicky, know, know me. I don't wear shoes. When flip-flop. I flip-flop it no matter what time of the year it is. He's flip-flopping at, crazy. At Walt Disney World. <laughs> But I always do bring, which is one of the recommendations here in this article, that bring extra shoes. Oh, you have to bring You extra have shoes. to bring extra shoes. I stopped wearing shoes, I don't I don't know, a couple years ago. I just found it easier to throw on flip-flops. In the beginning, my, as Goofy would say, my dogs were barking. <laughs> but you get used to it. And I don't get any, I, I don't get blisters or anything. That's not what I'm worried about. It's but some, your knees you need to be worried oh, about when for the you get knee, to be really? my age. Yeah. So it's the knees. So if you look at this article, if you go ahead and you pull it up, it's over at waltexpress.com. Top 10 secrets to keeping your feet happy in Disney World. That's by Vanda Bean. They have a really cool picture of the Toy Story Mania shoes. I saw that. I have to get me a pair of those. That They look great. I can't even see you wearing those because they're so oh, bright. Oh my gosh, I would have loved to. That would be awesome. <laughs> So number one was about the shoes. It goes on to talk about socks and blister protection, how you should start walking 
you know, the earlier yep. the better, you know, and I'm trying to tell my dad that he just had his heart surgery, what, a couple months back now. I'm like, buddy, get out there, start walking. So you're going to be used to that trip coming up soon. The Disney rash and how real it is. And this is funny. I started <laughs> laughing at this when Vanda put this in there. It is so real. She put it's real people or whatever. It is real. You know, even people that go there all the time, I'll agree. You start chafing. I'm not going to lie, right? I like to call that the chub rub. <laughs> oh, yeah, the chub rub. Uh, but anyway, go ahead and check that one out. It's a very interesting article. Something we all know, but really don't think about, right? But go ahead and check that one out. Let's see here. We have another article. Did you know Disney World offers payment plans for Disney World? Also by Vandebeen. Let's go ahead and check our friends out over at waltexpress.com. So Pixar Animation Studios announced uh, four members of the voice cast for the original film Onward. Now, Nick, I don't know if you've seen the like promo picture for Onward, but I'm guaranteeing you it's the same person who did Frozen because they used the same font and it looks icy because I thought it was somehow connected. But then when I went to read about it, it wasn't. So Pixar announced that the four members that are going to voice on Onward for sure are Chris Pratt, who's been on Guardians of the Galaxy, Tom Holland, who was in Spider-Man Homecoming, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, which was on the uh, show Veep. I think it was on Showtime. And Chris Pratt did the Candlelight Processional right. this year over at Disneyland. Right. And Octavia Spencer um, from The Shape of Water, also she was in The Help. So those are four guaranteed names that are going to be in this film. It's going to be directed by Dan Scanlon and produced by Corey Ray, and those were the people that were behind 2013's Monsters University. And it's slated to be in theaters on March 6th, 2020. And what is this title again? It's called Onward. And so because the font looked just like Frozen, I thought, oh, this is going to be the next Frozen thing right. they're going to do. Like Onward for Kristoff or whatever. But it's not. It's set in a suburban fantasy world. And it introduces two teenage elf brothers who embark on an extraordinary quest to discover if there's still a little magic. How come I haven't heard there. about this yet? I don't know. I, this is the first I read and I've been... We research every week. This was the right. first thing I saw. Okay. So I've, heard, I've heard nothing. So this is going to be a new animated film from Disney. Correct. Called, called Onward. Correct. And whoever, I don't know if Dan Scanlon and Corey Ray were a part of, it says Monsters University. I don't know if they were part of Frozen, but whoever did the font for Frozen is the same person who did it for Onward because it looks exactly the same. I'm pulling it up right now because it's interesting. Or it's Intriguing you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the word. It's pulling okay. you in. It really is. Let's see here. Okay. So it's through Pixar. Yes. So Pixar is creating. Yeah, you said monsters. Said. Okay. You said Pixar. <laughs> yes. Okay. I thought you said Disney creators, some creators no, from said. Pixar films. Pixar animation. Let's see here. Studios. Onward, the newest. Yeah, you're right. It kind of is that. that frozen Yeah, font. that frozen font, isn't it? Onward. I haven't heard anything about this or... In any books that I've read that, you know, have ideas from Pixar that they've never used. Right. Onward. This is interesting. I'm going to have to look more up on this later on this evening. Yeah. All right. I'm going to move along. Let me go back to my stories here. That was a good, that was a good find, by the way, Vicky. That was a real, real good find. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. New taste of Magic Kingdom Park. New uh, park VIP tours to begin in February. Bookings are available now uh, for dates as early as February 24th in 2019. It's called the Taste of Magic Kingdom Park VIP Tour. The tickets are $99 per person. I know, Vicky, this sounds like I'm trying, like, uh, doing an infomercial here, but but I'm not. <laughs> I just, it does. It's another tour. What what intrigued me was how cheap it was. $199? Yeah. That's, it's just dessert. It's more than just that. 
Um, so this is, okay, so this is, so the Taste of the Magic Kingdom VIP tour lasts a total of three hours. It's a three-hour tour. <laughs> Dude, another, I know other, you know, Disney has other tours that are about 150 bucks, $200 for like a three-hour tour. Sorry, you just said it the way that. Oh, okay. Three-hour tour. I have no idea. Hour. You don't I, never watch Gilligan's no, Island. No, I've never watched Gilligan. I've tried with my with my mother-in-law. Oh, my Can't do it. But you've never heard the song. No, I have not. That's a sad day. Okay, go ahead. So here's how Disney explains it. You're going to uncover the magic behind the meals. So you're going to hear stories from from chefs learning about the meals, how they came up with the meals, and how they put it together. Sort of like the history behind it, right? And just the history of food in general through Disney. You're going to go behind the scenes. Like backstage kitchens and, and things like that, and go back there where you have chefs preparing meals, delight and delicious tasting. So along the way, you're actually gonna taste the different dishes that you're gonna be learning about, and then taste of the future. So you're gonna actually help some of the chefs taste some of the dishes that they're gonna thinking about doing. Yeah, they're thinking about doing, or or they're practicing, trying to perfect or master. And it also says here that you're going to get the VIP treatment. You can relax and savor the experience, yada, yada, yada. But this is this seems like a pretty cool tour. You know, if you're looking for something different and unique, sure. only for $100. I mean, you're talking about food. You get to have some food. And it's a three-hour tour. And it's for kind of historic. Word. <laughs> yeah, food. right. So, I mean, why not give it a shot and see what it's like, right? So, possibly, you know, starts on as early as February 24th. I will just miss out on this. But, you know... I plan on heading back anyway in the summertime, possibly before that. So maybe, you know, if we're out there, we find ourselves out there, we should go ahead and check that out. Yeah, we should. Uh, And actually, I misunderstood you. I didn't hear you say the tour part. So I thought it was just another dessert. Right, right. We sit down, you have food and you... Right, right, right. But I did want to tell you, this has nothing to do with my news, but we booked frozen dessert party for Illumination so we could make sure that when we went for our ladies trip, Right. So we're going to go do that. So then I'll be able to report on that. Yeah. Give fun. us a, give us your review on that when you come back. For the last people that uh, get to see the illuminations before it leaves us. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's, that's my crying voice. <laughs> that, a snort? You snort when you cry? No. I, you know, I'm I sorry, really Brad, because she cries all the time. Yeah. So it's always a magical sight when you see the man in the red suit with the white beard. Always. But this weekend was not that... The true statement at Disneyland. Yeah, I heard something happened. So on Saturday afternoon, oh, Brad found this right away and then Lee sent us to us too. So thanks, Lee, and thanks, Brad, for pointing it out to us. But Santa was on his float and apparently the float gave way and the sleigh, it looked, it said it ejected him. So I'm visualizing Santa flying through the air. Yeah. It's not quite like that. He had egress going on. He hit that eject button. Um, I did not realize that Santa was, uh, locked I had like had a harness on him in there so that's a good thing because when it tipped Santa was a hanging he was just hanging in his harness the toys fell on his head and it could have killed him it was oh no quite, quite honestly no I'm not saying it was funny like that but I'm sure watching it people were wondering if it was part of the show because he was harnessed I didn't know Santa was harnessed some of them you can tell are harnessed but I guess because he's so high up and older they needed to make sure but they said at first they thought it was a joke or something and then one of the people that videoed it and then they realized hey he's really hanging there and they're gonna have to get him down and then when it got to the end of the parade no one announced it so people thought Santa had went back to the North Pole yeah so I uh, watched the parade yesterday live uh-huh. and he's not in it the the float's not there Santa's not there oh you it, mean now they yeah it it, it's just gone yeah, so that whole entire float's just gone. There's no more Santa. Those poor kids are going to think of, Santa went back to the North Pole for yeah, real. As of yesterday. 
So that is crazy. But anyways, yeah, I'm a dork. That's what I do on my time off I, on the television above the fireplace. I just I, I stream live events. <laughs> and I, do you do that as well? Yes, we do. Okay, so I stream the live events from World and Land. It just you know just to be up to speed on stuff and I like to see that because you mentioned that and immediately I'm I'm looking for live streams when the parade happens right at the correct time and you can you can find them and so you, you pull them up and you watch. I, I looked for it. There's no Santa. Which is very sad. But this is how, what a good sport that guy is. Once they hooked him, unhooked him, he walked and waved the rest of the parade. He just wasn't in his Did his beard fall off? <laughs> they didn't say that part. <laughs> but I thought that was pretty good because he is an elderly gentleman to have to walk the rest of the parade, it, you know, depending on where where the first ejection happened. <laughs> I bet that jingled his bells, man. <laughs> Probably. All right. So you're looking at me. Uh, it means I got to come up with some uh, new story here. Let's see here. Play Disney Parks app adds interactive elements at the Disneyland Park. Guests using the Play Disney Parks app can now collect fortunes from the fortune teller at the Candy Palace on Main Street, USA, and fortune red outside Pieces of Eight in New Orleans Square without even putting in a quarter. Guests will also receive a piece of the fortune teller's story. The free fortunes and stories are limited to one per day at each machine. Return to the machine another day to receive the next part of the story. Currently, there are there are three ten-part stories to collect from each machine. This sounds pretty exciting. This is this is neat, Vicky. I don't know about you, but I'm trying like, to picture. I'm such a visual. So fortune tellers. It reminds me of that the movie Big. Oh, Big, yeah. You know, and just like I love creepy fortune telling machines. I think they're fun. Uh, that's the nerd in me. So just like the current twenty-five cent fortunes, the free fortunes are printed on a collectible card. That's cool. Something to keepsake, right? Yeah. The stories will also be digitally collected in an app to enjoy again and again. I'd rather have that card. The app will also award digital achievements for interacting with the fortune tellers, plus story-specific achievements for each full story completed. So go over and check those out over at uh, the Main Street there by the Main Street USA by the Candy Palace, excuse me, and the Pieces of Eight there in New Orleans Square. Awesome. Well, Disney World's Disney Skyliner transportation that we've been talking about a lot. It's not supposed to open until next fall, but the guests are getting excited because they see the workers in their service gondolas. The service gondolas do not look like the real gondolas. They do not have tops on them. They look a lot like, to me, like what a window washer would use, except for that it has metal sides on it, I guess. Well, I don't know. So window they're, washers testing, are they're testing the weight probably. Yeah, they are the testing it out and everything. That's scary to me, though. I hope they're having like, they have like the Santa Claus and have a harness on so that if it would happen to not hold up, that's pretty scary. Think about well, it. Well, if it doesn't hold up, they're going down with it. That's what I'm saying. Well, no. I, oh, yeah. The whole unit. Uh, I don't want to think about that. But anyway, they wanted to, to remind everybody that these are not air conditioned and that... When it's completed, it will connect Disney's Hollywood Studios to Epcot as well as Disney's Art of Animation, Disney's Pop Century, Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, and the upcoming Disney's Riviera Resort, which is that tall tower, I believe. No, Riviera is part of Caribbean Beach. Excuse me. That's going to be fun to take, by the way. When they finally do you know, complete it, it's going to be busier than I'll get up. I know. That's why I don't know that I'll get to do it the first year, I don't think. So, anyway, let's see here. What do I got for you? Well, oh. When are the cast members ever going to learn, Vicky? Another Walt oh, Disney World cast member same story I have. fired after stealing nearly $49,000. Yep. So a Walt Disney World cast member, who I just said, stealing nearly $49,000. This came between April and December of 2016. So I wonder if this employee was fired recently 
or the investigation was going on and they just canned him this past week, or if it was something where this cast member was canned a while back, but the story was just released by Disney. I think... That I do not know. That they just discovered it based on what I it said. He was just arrested this week. Like so, oh, it, do, it does say that. So my, my article does not. So, okay. okay. So there you go. You answered my question. According to investigators at the Orange County Sheriff's Office, 31-year-old Jamaica... Uh, oh. I believe that's that's the person's name. Jamaica Hall of Kissimmee issued fraudulent credit card refunds to hotel guests, which he then transferred to his checking account. So he then transferred them to his checking account. How do you? How does one do that? How do you? How do you transfer uh, a fraudulent credit card refund? Well, if he refunded his credit card, it would go back to his bank. That's crazy. Investigators also report that no guests have been affected by the 48,531 in fraudulent refunds. Hall worked as a front desk concierge host at multiple Walt Disney World hotels, according to the deputies. Hall was reportedly booked into Orange County Jail on charges of grand theft and is being held in lieu of $10,000 bail. Ruining your life at the age of when are, when are they going to learn? Did you not learn from that lady on what, what ship was it that she was stealing everyone's credit card information? And stealing money. Disney Dream, I think. I can't remember which one it was, but this happens every year, and I just don't know when people are going to learn. It's Disney. They have the most sophisticated security systems probably on this planet. It took them two years, but they know now. Right. I mean, I don't think you would have a better chance of probably breaking into a vault on the Las Vegas Strip than you would to be stealing money from Disney. this, This has me scratching my head every time you read something like this. I just think people think that somehow they're going to get by with it, or they hope it. I'm not sure. Or is the money so good, they're just, you know, greed takes over, and that's all they care about is that moment of having the money in their account. I don't... I don't it's not worth wearing that it. orange suit. No, not, not no, for me. No, no, no. A lawsuit involving a scooter accident that took place at Disney's Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney World was reportedly dismissed from uh, the court. This was put out by the Orlando Sentinel. The lady's name was Vicki Denton, and that's who was suing them. The Orange County Clerk Circuit Court, is that right? Orange County Circuit Court is who dropped it this month. So the alleged incident occurred in 2016 and it involved another park guest. So here is my confusion, Nick. How do you sue Disney if it happened with a park guest? The guest inadvertently hit her with their own personal scooter. It wasn't rented by Disney, but that's who they were. She was suing was Disney because of the thing. And it pinned her against the checkout counter at the Disney's Hollywood Studio gift shop. Wait a minute, so, so, the la- so this lady was in the scooter? No, this lady was standing up by a counter in Hollywood Studios and another guest pinned her against the counter at Hollywood Studios gift shop. That was in the scooter? Yes. Okay, so this lady is not the one suing. Got pinned up from behind, probably. Yes. Okay, by someone in a scooter. And the scooter Disney. was not a Disney scooter. Right. It was by one of those people in Orlando that rents them out to right. everybody for the time you're there. So she's suing Disney. And she fell over and said the court records show that Disney repeatedly requested that didn't release her medical records and she didn't. She okay. gave no response. And so I guess... So um, she probably has none. She just wants money. That's what I'm thinking. So... Well, when I are these guests going to learn? <laughs> I just said... what. What are people going to learn? I, I guess that's what I would really need to say. Is when, I read what? this and I'm like, you weren't pinned by a, get, a cast member? You weren't even pinned by a Disney scooter. 
And you're suing Disney. This is happened at Disney, sense. though. Yeah. Well, people just you, want. You should have sued because Colin Bout people... got killed by a stampede of people. Oh, I don't remember that. I, what I'm I totally forgot all about that. But you could have sued, I guess, because like, it was I'm, on Disney World property. So, our listeners that are new, Vicky's not kidding. Colin was trampled by a, by a stroller. And then the whole family literally walked, walked over him. on him and like, I might, like like it was a cartoon just to get to Toy Story. It was a whole family and they have 20 plus family oh, members sure. and it's always a herd. And, and, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Colin's bawling his eyes out and no one did anything about it. Like cast members were looking and, and no one did. It. So that's for our new listeners. If you're, if you're just uh, listening to us for the first time or the first few months. Yeah, that story. I don't even know what episode that would be in. But anyway, yeah, I forgot all about that. It was when you went with your dad. Yeah, well, that was a while back. I, I forgot all about that one. I didn't. Anyway, let's see here. So Disney California Adventure to celebrate Anaheim Ducks Day on February 11th. Remember when Anaheim came out, Vicky, 25 years ago? Yes, I do. I mean, I remember my I had I had a. Uh, a cousin who lived like in the same subdivision or next door, I can't remember, but in the same area and knew this person. And he was the owner of the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. And I got like a hat, I got a puck, like everyone loved the Mighty Ducks. And as a kid growing up watching the Mighty Ducks films, you know, when that team eventually came into the NHL, you were hoping to have that duck that was, that looked like the Penguins logo. You know, the Penguins have a logo with a penguin skating with an ice hockey stick. This one is, of it was of a duck with an ice hockey stick. And the Disney movie, you know, and everyone wanted that to be the logo, but right. it, it didn't come out. I mean, that was not the logo for for the Ducks, but that's just something I remember when I see this headline. This season, the Anaheim Ducks are celebrating their 25th anniversary, and Disney California Adventure will feature Anaheim Ducks Day on February 11th, 2019. The National Hockey League team, which was founded by the Walt Disney Company in 1993. It's hard to believe it's already been 25 years, Vicky. That is insane. And whose name was inspired by the 1992... Disney's film, The Mighty Ducks, will host special events and festivities on February 10th to the 17th as part of Anaheim Ducks Silver Celebration Week. Is that when you're going to be there? Will you be there February 11th? Yeah, but I'm not going to be at Disneyland. I'll be at Disney World. Oh, that's right. I wasn't thinking. Hello. So this is out in Anaheim. It'd be kind of cool, though, if they celebrated over at Disneyland. I'd I'd be there. So, Nick... Walt Disney does not own the Ducks anymore. So they don't own them? In 2005, the Broadcom Corporation co-founder Henry Samuele of Irvine, California, and his wife Susan purchased the Mighty Ducks from Walt Disney World. Do you want to take a guess how much? What year was this? 2005? 2005. I'm I don't know s- how much a team usually costs, but I'm this is pretty pricey to me. Pricey, you say? To, this is a lot more money than I'll ever see. $800 million? Oh, Okay. 75 million so you don't think that's very pricey i think that's a lot of money i was way off right that's what i'm saying you you went really high so you must have thought they were worth 800 million i apparently suck as a business sports (laughs) owner but yeah they paid disney 75 million dollars so that they could buy them and they are now owned by them really i know Mm -hmm. and the only reason why i'll see i know back in like the 80s like the so this is the way i think sorry listeners just follow me here Back in the 80s, I think the Sox, the Chicago White Sox, sold for like 80 mil. And so I'm thinking, okay, that was in the 80s. We're in 2005. Right. That's probably got to be a hundredfold more than, you know. Anyway, the really? The Sox were expensive. No, they were the White Sox. Oh, the White Sox. So wait a minute. How much did they sell for back in 2005? 75 million. So that's it? Yeah. Huh. Crazy. That's a drop in the bucket, Nick. I know you have that in your back pocket. That's nuts. All right. Uh, let's see here. What do you got, Vic? According to the reports on Twitter and WFTV Orlando, 15 guests were hospitalized after a bus crash was at the Epcot Auto Plaza 
two buses actually crashed into each other at the auto plaza. And the Florida Highway Patrol said that the one rear-ended the other at 10 o'clock in the morning. There were 51 guests on board. 15 of the 51 were taken to the hospital. They were with non-life-threatening injuries, which is good news. Uh, A local reporter, Lauren Seabrook, shared that she learned on her Twitter page from about this, and she spoke to a Disney representative, and they said that all were treated and released with minor injuries, which is a good thing because some people are standing up. So the article... Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. So the article I read... From what I read, the bus driver that ran into the other bus wasn't paying attention. Like oh, no, nah, I didn't read that in my article, but that doesn't mean anything. Like he was cited for actually, and I, and I, maybe that's just a generic citation, but from what I read, I don't have the actual article up in front of me right now. I think but, that is what you get though when you rear end somebody. Oh, it that, is? Okay. That, um, who got, somebody in this building got rear-ended and they said that. Okay, but the way it was worded, you could imply or infer that he was that this person out. was not paying attention at, to the road phone. at all, right, and just ran into. Let's hope not. Yeah, that's crazy. So all of them are good to go, though. Yeah, they okay, they good. left with minor injuries, so nothing that needed long term care, according to this. Article. I came across this article and I wanted to bring this to you and our listeners, and this is from Stephen Porter from WDW Info, and he had an article titled "The Ten Worst Lines to Wait in at Disney World." <laughs> Yeah, so I'm sitting here. Well, I'm sitting here, and I'm actually Peter Pan did, did not make it. It says here are the the six that we listed in April, along with our three honorable mentions. So, the ten worst lines to wait in at Disney World. So, these are probably lines that I would assume don't have really cool waiting cues. But let's see here. Number six, they don't have ten. They just have the top six. Oh, whatever. We'll go with number six, Navi River. So the Navi River journey, I would admit that's kind of boring. You're just going in between boulders and grass and ferns, I you know, and some so palm trees. It wasn't and, everlasting in my mind, I can tell you that. Right. It's it's like any other queue. You, Space Mountain, would you agree to that one? Well, um, they got some stuff to look at. They've been changing and refurbing some stuff. So maybe the person that made that list went through it when it was doing re- refurb. Spaceship Earth. Yes, I will say that that line's awful to wait in. Well, you're outside. I yeah. mean, you can only look well, at the bottom of the orb for so right. long. <laughs> That's not very entertaining. Jungle Cruise? Yes, I will agree. Jungle Cruise, you're I just looking cannot. at ropes and, and wood. And the boats, they come by like once every... Yeah. Well, so, excuse me. They're there, but they just sit there for a long time yeah. before you get in. And you're like, come on, let's hurry this up. Number one, I found this odd. Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. You don't like that either. Well, I don't like the, well, I don't like the ride, but they have the buzz there. The life-size buzz. Yeah, but you can only yeah, look at life-size cool. buzz for so So here are the honorable mentions. Last time I was there, he wasn't even there. Honorable mentions. The Walt Disney World monorail. <laughs> I totally agree. Waiting for that's like watching water boil. <laughs> it really is. The anticipation of, you know, going to whatever park you're going to. Maybe if it's Epcot or, or Magic Kingdom. It's a small world. Totally agree. And dinosaur. The dinosaur has... They do stuff. I think they need to update it a little. I mean, I, I know could, I could agree with all nine of these. So like the top six and the three honorable honorable mentions. I got but you said ten. So where's the other one? Well, yeah, it says here are the top six. So I apparently I don't have the entire article. Those people are fired. So let's try to let's hands. try to add one though. Let's try to add one. Let's let's think of one real quick. That we think is boring. Yeah, that's boring to wait in. I'm gonna say Carousel of Progress. Well, there's nothing to do. You just walk you, in and sit well, you, down. You, wa- you listen to the Sherman Brothers and Walt Disney. I think that's cool, though, because it's giving you a little history. Yeah, but it lasts like two minutes and then it plays over again. <laughs> right? And you're on that ramp and you're just standing there. Yeah. 
What's your what would be your number one? Or not number one, not but number just number one, just the one I think I'm I'm thinking. Yeah. Because clearly I don't have one. Waiting for the train anywhere? No, the train's okay. You have to do that. And you get to look out on the um, water when you're waiting on the train. You can see out. What about Dumbo? Well, I don't ride. Magic Dumbo. carpet. Magic carpet's fun because you get to watch the camel. Oh, we're, talking, we're talking about the. Long- oh yeah, okay. You can't think of one, can you? I'm trying to throw out ideas for you. Well, I had some. I mean, those are. I agree with about, some of those. What about? Uh, I don't necessarily love test track. Big Thunder Mountain. I'm not test track. Um. Oh, I don't like test track. Even if you do get to create a car, I, I think waiting for that's awful. It's not test track. Soren. Now, I know they have the game, but that's only in the uh, standby line. Right. You can't play the game if you're in the fast pass line, and sometimes the fast pass line is 20 minutes. It's slow. Minutes. Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. And you're looking at orange and white lights. <laughs> it's very exciting. And airplane structures. That's right. So Disney Cruise Line recently made some updates to select experience and pricing and to Cruise Line ground transportation pricing. So here's some of the changes that are going to be happening. Um I have not been on a cruise yet, but I thought people that do might want to know this information. So after December the 14th of this year, it's going to be $40 for uh, the dinner experience at Palo Dinner on the cruise line. But it, it's been $30 up until now. Then the Palo Champagne Brunch is also going up to $40 from $30. So that's a $10 increase. I always like to look at the increases to see how big they are. This one's a big one. What so, have I always said? What? Every year, prices go up. How How much? I don't know. Then. I've always said 10 bucks. Oh. It seems like everything usually well, goes this up $10. Next one will then blow that out of the water because okay. right now, Remy's dinner to eat yeah. dinner with Remy is $95. It's going to $125. Wow. And to have a champagne brunch with Remy goes from $60 to $75. Now, this one's interesting. Castaway K Cabana Swedish Massage is going down, Nick. That is interesting to me. How is that going down? It was $147, and they're taking it down to $118. And here's another one that's going. It's a couple's massage. Because everyone's already relaxed, man, when you're on a cruise ship. True. So uh, a couple's massage goes from $294. It's going down to $220. So that's good. Those were a couple of prices that went down. Wow. Going dropping $220 from $294? Yes. $74. Are massages not in anymore? I know I've purchased Erin a few gift cards, and it's been years, and she still hasn't used them. There's just other things I think people want to do. Than lay down and, like, waste time? Well, then be with some strange person without your, uh, in your birthday Some suit. Some strange person touching you? <laughs> I'm not all about that anytime. That's a little bit right. of cruise No, I know. So that's effective at the Disney Magic, Disney Wonder, and Disney, Disney Dream. Let alone your couple's right next to you. Well, ah, it's supposed weird. to be. That's in, weird. I'm sorry. It's supposed to be romantic. I don't want I think to that's lay weird. naked in a room. Are you naked? With. Well, you have a towel on, but they undo the towel, I guess. Surely, I've never though, you're not. Though. Like, what? surely in your swimming trunks or something. I don't think so. What? Well, why don't you, you weigh in? 407 674 teachers. There's a bunch I, of them I, that get I, monthly I'm not going to ask. Are you, are you kidding me? I'm not going to ask. Well, Male I can, teacher? I'm, I'm a girl. Can. I'm a girl. Anyways. So, now, here's the ground per- per- transportation differences. They're not... Well, I was about to say, they're not too bad. If you're going to Port Canaveral and you've booked... Prior to December 14th, it'll be $35 a person to transport you. If you go after December 14th, it's $39 a person. That's... Say that again. So they're charging per person to transport you from the airport to Port Canaveral. Right, to get your your cruise ship. $35 is what it currently is. It will go to $39 after December 14th. Okay, that's not bad. Civitavicia? I don't know where that is. Do you know where that is? Anyways, to get from that airport... To the boat, 
It used to be $70 a person. They're actually dropping it to $55 a person. That's nice. Uh, Copenhagen, you're going from $40 is what it currently is. It's going down to $35. So it's nice that a few things are dropping. And uh, these prices will be effective starting December the 14th. But I just thought people might want to know that. I've not been on a Disney cruise. I I want to go. But it's just, um, I don't want to give up my Disney World time on the land yet. Yeah, I don't blame you. Let's see what I got here. I'm scrolling through. I don't have too many left, Vicky. I accidentally went to your history here. I'm going down. Oh, I'm looking at your notes, not mine. Let's see here. Get with it, Nick. Disney animated Cinderella added to National Film Registry, released in 1950 by Walt Disney Animation Studios. Cinderella has just been added to the National Film Registry. According to the announcement from D23, the classic is one of 25 films that were determined to be culturally, historically significant and suggested for preservation so yay can we get some can we get an applause that's that's neat crickets no it's just funny because we're like yay that's neat crickets way to go cindy way to go cinderella all right moving on go Vic. actor stoney westmoreland actually we just listened to cinderella today because it's part of our compare and contrast is it really how do what tell me how we didn't watch the movie we listen to the story, Cinderella. No, I'm not trying to be a principal here. Like, oh. You can't watch the movie. No, no. How, what did you guys compare and contrast? So we have like five versions of Cinderella. One of them is... Oh, okay. Fracture. Okay. Different version. Got it. So So like the crocodile version and... Well, tomorrow they're going to read the Chinese version, Yeshin, and then they're going to compare and contrast them. What's the one? Ser- I think it's called Seriously Cinderella. I love that one. It's a fractured fairy tale. It's awesome. Yeah. So actor Stoney Westmerlin, who plays Ham Mac or Pops on the hit Disney Channel show, Andy Mac, has reportedly been arrested and he's accused of trying to have sex whoa, with whoa, a whoa. minor. What? Go back. <laughs> so everybody, Nick was not listening to me until he heard the secret word. No, I was not. The three letter word? No. Actor Stoney Westmerlin. He plays. Oh, I thought you said something Mac. Yeah. He plays Ham Mac or Pops on the show Andy Mac. On the Disney Channel? Yeah. He's been arrested because he's accused of trying to arrange something. Oh, no. Really? Yes. So it says, according to Utah uh, KSL TV, Westmoreland was arrested by the Salt Lake City Police Department and the FBI Child Exploitation Task Force on Friday. The arrest came after the 48 year old reportedly tried to arrange sex with someone who was believed to be 13. That's awful. He apparently also requested to have naked photos from the person and sent pornographic photos of himself to this person. An affidavit states that Westmoreland took a ride share service to meet with this person he had been messaging and was arrested upon his arrival. So it really wasn't a teenager that he was doing. He thought it was a teenager that he was contacting. That's awful. The first charge is second degree felony while the later is third degree felony and the Disney Channel series Andy Mac shoots in Utah at a local junior high school. Uh, Disney Channel's now released a statement announcing that West Berlin has been fired from the show. The Disney Channel rep said in a statement, Stoney Westmerlin, an actor working on the series Andy Mack, was arrested in Salt Lake City today given the na- nature of the charges and our responsibility for the welfare of our employed minors. We have released him from his recurring role and he will not be returning to work on the series, which wraps production of its third season next week. How embarrassing. That's disgusting. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to pass up the bus crash incident that you already talked about. We're going to talk about Walt Disney Studios passes the $7 billion mark in global box office for 2018. This is the second time that the studio has crossed that threshold, Vicky, reaching $7.6 billion in 2016. That's a lot of money. Really? I, I think make that every week. <laughs> you can buy how many hockey teams with that kind of cash now? 
<laughs> a lot. And I think that's my last story that I have for you guys. Okay. I don't have. I didn't have many. I had like five or six. I just have a few. All right. Go ahead and go, Vicky. Let me know when you're ready for that uh, history. The Tron Light Cycle Power Run Coaster that was at Shanghai Disneyland and it's coming to the Magic Kingdom at Disney World is going to be open in time for the 50th anniversary in 2021. So initially they had said, um, the rumor said it was October of 2016 at the very beginning, but of course we know we're past that date. And the budget teams were sent to Shanghai to look at that attraction, so they changed the date. Anyway, we reported that the attraction will take the place of Tomorrowland Speedway. Unfortunately, Nick, or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, they are saying that the Tomorrowland Speedway is going to stay intact. It is not being... Really? Yes. They are I don't not. know how they're going to... Oh, the probably, I wonder if they're going to go over it a little bit. It says that the coaster is going to be located in a new area behind Space Mountain, and it appears from the concept art that access to the attraction will be via Tomorrowland Fantasyland walkway that currently already exists. So I thought that was pretty interesting stuff because we thought that the Tomorrowland Speedway, but I guess they had a big enough petition that people are fighting to keep it because so many people love that ride. I I don't get it. I mean, I know you do because you have a small child, but even with a small child, my kids didn't love riding those cars in Six Flags that much. So I can't imagine it's that big of a ride, but I guess... Disney World's fighting for it. We've had a lot of information on monorail news lately, of course. Yeah, so what's most going on? Anything been, new? Most of it's been bad. But finally, okay. we got some good news. So the monorail Lime finished a refurbishment and emerged from its shop, and it was spotted running on the Magic Kingdom Express line. During the refurbishment, the monorail Lime got a brand new paint job with new color scheme. And since the early 2000s, Lime and Coral both spotted white deltas. In the photos, oh, excuse me, in the photos that I was looking at, sorry, um, you can see that the monorail line has blue deltas. The old Mark IV monorail fleet that opened Magic Kingdom in 1971 used to consist of 10 monorails. The line was not part of the original plan, and in 1984, two new monorails were added, and that is the lime and the coral. And so they just refurbished it and have it back in use, and of course, there was again the rumor in this article about we're going to get a new fleet of monorails but it's just a rumor still no one at disney has confirmed that rumor sadly while disney world is testing a new experience in magic kingdom nick i don't know if you read this or not it's the guest experience team did you hear about this these people are going to be in like blue polos oh okay i i read about this but uh what are they what are they talking about this time so the main points that this team will be helping with including booking modifying recovering fast pass selections navigating the my disney experience app good so you don't have to go to guest services you can just they'll be walking around yes they're going to be located in um and they're starting in magic kingdom so i'm trying to see their floaters they'll be on main street near the castle in tomorrowland near where stitch's great escape was in Fantasyland near enchanted tales with bell and in Frontierland by pecos bill tall tale inn Ca- and cafe and it starts at 11 p it says 11 p.m daily i'm thinking it's oh it's until 11 p.m daily so they'll be there when the park opens until 11 p.m even if the park stays open a little bit later so i'm glad they're finally doing something about it right that's so you don't have to go all the way to the front of the park and you shouldn't have to i mean there's so many problems especially with you and i know and trying to book trips and everything with getting kicked off a lot of times I don't know if you've had that as much as I have, but some days I have that happen or my friends were trying to do their fast passes this last time and it kept saying that they didn't have a reservation when we all knew they did because they had the confirmation number. Well, they've been having some issues lately. I mean, yeah. I, I made fast passes for my family here for February and it, right. kept, and it kept telling me that I couldn't make them even though I knew I could. 
Right. I had to log out, log back in, log back out right. maybe a couple times, and it worked. But it's just a little glitchy right now. Right. And they'll fix it. But I'm glad, though, that they're going to have people walking around because so many times I've had to walk all the way to the front of the park or where guest services is located. Right. And a couple times, I mean, in some parks, they have them in the middle of the park right. as well, where you can go to. That is, you know, it's the road less traveled and people don't know what's there, but it's there. You know, like sometimes they'll have, like they're in Magic Kingdom right there in Liberty Square. Right. You can go right there and they can they can help you out, right? But a lot of people don't know that's there. Right. You know, a lot of people think it's in the front of the park, but most cases, it is the front of the park. Right. And having to walk all the way up to the front stinks. Well, so then you just want to leave almost. Exactly. Like, it's not even worth it. But you, to leave, you have to go out the front of the park anyway. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. By the time you're at the front, then you're like, oh, let's just go back to the resort and swim. Or let's go back to the resort and right. take a nap. All right. So that's all I got. Um, Vicky, I think you're ready. So why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. December 19th, 1958, ABC TV airs the Walt Disney Presents episode From All of Us to All of You for the very first time. It was hosted by Jiminy Cricket along with Mickey Mouse and Tinkerbell. And the special combines newly produced animation with clips from vintage animated shorts and feature films and presented to the viewers as Christmas cards from the various characters starring in each one of them. And so at the beginning of the show, Jiminy Jiminy Cricket, excuse me, was singing From All of Us to All of You, his famous little song that was written by lyricist Gil George. And um, who actually is the pen name for a Disney studio nurse, Hazel George, and a a veteran Disney composer, Paul Smith. December 20th, 1986. I know Nick is not big into American Idol, but... Nope, not at all. Singer-songwriter David Cook was the winner of the seventh season of American Idol and the very first idol to shout, I'm going to Disney World. So he went to Disney World and was in a parade. So he was the first one that was able to do that. He was actually raised in Blue Springs, Missouri, but he currently... uh, He was born in Houston, Texas and raised in Blue Springs, Missouri and actually uh, attended a school where one of my friends works now. He took part in the Grand Parade of 2008, recognizing the American Idol experience that opened in 2009 or like preempting it letting or not preempting it what word am I trying to say like advertising for it he was in the parade and then they're like oh we're gonna have this new experience in 2009 which is now frozen sing-along by the way which I love <laughs> yeah. I, I'll admit I, I uh what would you call you that just, you love to be the one of those what do they call those a heckler yes a heckler that's exactly right December 21st 1992 the Disney MGM parade Aladdin's Royal Caravan de- debuts and they don't have parades at MGM or Hollywood Studios anymore. It makes me sad. Chrissy f- will forever call it MGM. Yes, she will, because that's where she works. So it's based on the hit Disney animated feature Aladdin, and it was released on November 25th, 1992, um, but it debuted, actually, on December 21st. December 22nd, 1959, Disneyland's largest candlelight choir to ever sing at the park ushers in the holiday season, and the choir was made up of 2,574 people singing. How cool. I bet that was one magical experience. I bet your hair stood up on end. Well, I'm just wondering if they used real key... I'm I'm not being ugly. Is this including the guests? Or is this just cast members? It just says the choir. Wow. Um, I'm wondering if they use real candles or not, because that would be a long time to get all those people lined up and you could get burned. I mean, I'm not trying to be ugly. I don't know. With recycle, you know, recycling batteries and all, I mean, that's a lot of batteries to have a battery lit candle. Mm, I don't know. December 23rd, 2004, a Mary Mancini Christmas is presented in the new Walt Disney World Concert Hall in California. The concert features the Henry Mancini Institute, Henry Mancini, excuse me, Institute Alumni Orchestra. How cool is that? I would like to have been there for that. 
December 24th, 2000. So my little my my little son that's not little anymore was little. Disney's Night Before Christmas, a two-hour special tracking the globe-circling flight of Santa aired on ABC. Could you see it? All these kids sitting there watching this, waiting for Santa to come. Well, if they're at Disneyland, he's not going to come anymore. What? I'm joking. The parade. I'm oh, just joking. Bad sorry. joke. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. December 25th. I got crickets from you, Vicky. Crickets. The listeners are probably like, what? I was serious. I'm like, what is he talking about? Oh, well, okay. Santa no more. Disneyland. December 25th, 2013. Disney Parks Christmas Day Parade celebrates 30 years of holiday magic on ABC TV. And I picked this one, Nick, because one of your favorite people, stage and screen star, Neil Patrick Harris, joined Good Morning America and they co-anchored the Christmas Day Parade in 2013. Ironically, that was the same year that my family went to Christmas for the first time. And there was no parade on Christmas. Oh, day. yeah, that's right. That's a good story. You got to tell that again. We got to have that just as a story sometime. A whole episode dedicated. You don't need a whole episode to, to tell that. the Vicky Black family fail. No. That, that, that's you such a good a story. story. It's just a little segment. Well, thank you, Vixter. We really do appreciate it. Listeners, if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, simply text us 407-674-0414 or email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to get some more information on your next trip and you want to quote, don't be bashful, get a little dopey with us and text us at the same number 407-674-0414 or contact us. Now this one's different. Travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Check us out on our social media accounts. Find us on Instagram, Mousecapades underscore Nick, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our Twitter account at Mousecapades Pod. Be sure to listen to this Friday show because we have dug deep into the vault, not too deep, but from a past Christmas episode to share with you where we gave our Christmas thoughts to you and we played a little bit of Christmas music for you. Also, don't forget that starting this Saturday, my family and I will be in Disney World. We'll be there Friday night, but we will be doing pop-ups through new year's eve about what's going on we'll be letting nick know what's going on and we hope that you get to join in and enjoy our disney christmas vacation even if you can't be at the happiest place on earth we're hoping we can bring the happiest place on earth to you gonna bring any live feeds to us do a little instagram igtv something i can try i can probably facebook live is better for me because i know how to work it you're that's right you're a facebook guru i'm an ig guru Yeah, all right. Well, so, we'll definitely bring us some live feeds from Facebook. Absolutely. So remember to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for all things Disney. And as always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, Vixter, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have, Have a, a magical, magical day, day and, and a very Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, my friends. friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.